Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, y'all. Good morning, Nat. Good morning, Enrique. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning, everybody. Y'all, this is such... I'm trying not to um, go into ugly cry over here because God is just so good. And this is a special message this morning called uh, Rekindling Hope. Um, before I go any further, everybody who's on the Facebook streets, if y'all could please like and share the video so we can get it out. Um, if we're on YouTube, don't forget to like so they don't kick us off. And um, and a big shout out to anyone who's watching on the Parade Deck um, Live TV, the Faith Channel, and also on LinkedIn, Twitter, everywhere else. Y'all, I am filled with hope. And today we're actually going to be talking about rekindling hope. And this is such a this is such a timely message. Um, I think it's timely because of all of the things that are happening, all, everything that's happening right now in our lives and in, this, in our worlds, our community, on the job, everything. And there's just such a high level of stress. You can feel it. Um, there are some of us who are in a season where you're just watching blessings upon blessings upon blessings, but that doesn't mean that you're walking an easy path, right? It doesn't mean that the blessings are just popping up. Blessings are showing up after our, you're in harvest season. You've planted some seeds and now you're harvesting those blessings. But there are a lot of folks who are watching what's happening around them and they can't compute, you know, you know, they can't figure out like, how do I, how do I feel, still feel good about the God that I serve when I feel like there is no hope and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in this situation watching these things that I can't control happen around me. So this conversation this morning is, is going to be an extension of something I started on Monday in our, in our prayer group. Um, I neglected to record, which I was like, I think that wasn't meant to be. I neglected to record it. Usually I record the Monday and the Tuesday nights and we post those on YouTube so we can reach people who don't have access to Facebook or don't use Facebook. Um, but I missed that this morning and and it just hit me like, you know, the Lord was like, no, 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 bring it back to bring it back to these people. And, ex and we're going to expand on that a little bit more. So before we go further, we just thank you, Lord, for just, again, another opportunity to come before your people and share what you placed on my heart. Holy Spirit, I ask that you will take over this call, take over this message. We are all your vessels and we're waiting to hear. Glorify yourself through me so that what I say becomes what you say and not what I want. It becomes your will in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So these are going to be short uh, scriptures. I am going to drop them in the chat because, it, again, it doesn't make sense to share my screen for all that. But as we're talking about hope, I was trying to break it down because, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, how do you, I dropped, I, I think I put this in the description, like, how do you cling to unwavering hope? <laughs> How do you, you know, when you understand what God's promises are for your life, how do you deal with the, you know, not just the external things that are happening around you, but the internal doubts, those things that are coming to your mind to say, um, I'm, you know, this isn't working out. I'm not going to make it. I'm not, you know, all, all those things, right? All the doubts that we have. Um, how do you, how do you really embrace the type of hope that the Holy Spirit empowers through us? And then how do you, how do you share that? You know, how do you give the hope to the others around us? Because y'all, that's what we are called to do. You're supposed to be doing that. So the very first uh, verse I want to share with you, um, I'm going to talk about just the nature of hope. So this is going to come from uh, the book of Job. I'm going to drop it in the chat. I'm going to share it on the screen. And this is going to be Job um, verse uh, Job 14, verse 7. And it, the verse basically reads, 
for this is hope for a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, that its shoots will not cease. For there is for there's hope for a tree, that if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its shoots will not cease. So how do you, what does this mean for us? So I was thinking about even in the very lowest moments, that there's still potential for our renewal. There's still potential for us to grow. You know, even the same way, with, if you think about a tree, if it's if it's cut all the way down, sometimes when we cut shrubbery, okay, <laughs> maybe you're trimming back a, you know, maybe you're you're trimming back a rose bush. There there's seasons in our lives when we have to be pruned, right? And if you understand how pruning works, sometimes it looks like, you know, all of the beautiful things. So a beauty, if you think about a beautiful rose bush. And we prune it down, it tends to look ugly. It, you know, we're cutting it down to the core, to the needs, to the, to the bare necessity. And so things are being removed from you and you're being pruned. But even as, as a tree or a rose bush is cut down, there's still hope that it sprouts up again. There's a process that it goes through so that it can sprout even more beautiful flowers or even more beautiful leaves, right? So thinking about for us, you know, even if you're even if you're feeling like, man, I'm being cut down, like the Lord is pruning some things. The hope in this is that you're going to sprout again. You're going to sprout again, even more beautiful than you were before. But that pruning has to happen. And so even as you're in that season of pruning, where you feel like you're going through all these loss, y'all just be hopeful that it is. So it's a process so that you'll be able to sprout again. And it says and that it shoots will not cease. So if you think about a, the shoots from a tree, that you, it will not cease. It's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. Amen? So that's the first thing I wanted to talk about with just the nature, the nature of, of hope. Like a tree, our, our lives can be restored, you know, regardless of what great trials we're, we're facing. It is a process. And understanding that it is a process and it is a, it is a temporary process and that you will sprout again is so important. That will, that will help you refuel your hope, your hope. Okay. So the second thing I want to talk about is what I call one of my cheat codes, which is the source of hope, the source of hope. So for the source of hope, I'm going to drop this verse. So this exactly, Tracy, more beautiful and more plentiful. Amen. Amen. This second one, uh, the source of hope, you know, y'all. So whenever I, um, whenever I, uh, I'm, I, I get the questions, and I get this question. Sometimes I have people who think I'm just like on a happy pill all the time. <laughs> you know, there are certain things that that um, that I know, and certain rooms that I walk in, that people's perception of me um, is a little bit different than than it used to be. Um, I used to, before I really invested the time in, in building my relationship with Jesus, okay? Before, when I was just a Christian for 20-something years, and I would just flip through, you know, I'd open a Bible and pick a scripture, <laughs> and be like, that's it, you know, and try to roll that way. I, I wasn't deep at all. I wasn't trying to understand what the Lord said about me, who I am through his eyes, none of that. And quite frankly, I, I was going through periods where I was just filled with my own doubt, my own confusion, because I, I couldn't see what he saw, what the Lord saw in me, in me. And so it brought me to Psalm 39, verse seven. And now, O oh Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. 
my hope is in you. And so I would come up with, and again, I'm just talking for myself. Maybe y'all don't do this. I would come up with artificial ways to solve my problems, right? Amazon, <laughs> J.Crew shopping. I would come up with artificial ways to solve my problems, um, to change my mindset because my hope was in myself. My hope was, you know, if I'm just smart enough, if I if I go to the right school, if I get you know enough degrees, y'all, I'm in um, multiple honor societies. If I was just in the right club, if I just was in the right neighborhood, if I just drove the right car, I'm speaking to somebody here this morning. If I was just in the right sorority, y'all, okay. If I was just in this group, that you know things would turn around and and things would just get better. And I didn't realize that my hope was clinging to, or my hope was aligned to creation, not my creator, right? Not the universe. My hope is not in the universe. My hope is in the creator of the universe. And so as I came into Psalm 39 verse 7, I wanted to share that with you, that the reason that I can, and again, just, just to testify for myself, the reason that even in this season, when it looks like the world is falling apart. The reason I can still have hope is because my hope is in Jesus. It's not in it's not in man. It's not in a tree. It's not in sage. It's not in tarot cards. My hope is in Christ. And we have gone through enough experiences where we can look back and say, ah, thank you, Lord. Like sometimes you need to remind yourself of the situations he brought you out of so that it can rekindle your hope. Because a lot of times we get blessed and then we step off that blessing and we forget, <laughs> we forget that, you know, that thing you just, you were just brought out of. So even bringing back to mind, you know, maybe it's a journal that you keep and, you know, when you come out of situations and you're, you know, just making a note so that you can go back and reflect and that will recharge your hope. But just understanding that your hope is not in man, your hope in is our creator. And it is true that the Lord will use people, right? We're all vessels to do some things, but ultimately our hope is in God. Our hope is in God. So that's why, that's why my hope doesn't, it doesn't diminish because I'm disappointed in a person because my hope is not in the person. My hope is in God. Oh man. I, I know. I, I just pray that you will come to see that and that will, that will help you, you know, understand our, our true hope is actually anchored in God. Okay, so I place my hope, I place my hope in God during tough times. And for those of y'all who are doing Bible studies, or I know a lot of a lot of women who are studying biblical women, go read the stories of Hannah or Ruth or Esther. Okay. And that'll help you recognize that your hope is actually should be anchored in God. All right. The next thing I want to cover with y'all is um, talking about more around the internal struggles that we feel. So I'm just going to grab this uh, this verse real quick and let me drop it in the chat. And if you're on LinkedIn, I can't see your name. So I'm <laughs> sorry if I'm missing y'all, but I see you on my, I see you on my side screen over here. Amen. All right. So Psalm 43 verse five, Psalm 43 verse five. So the reason I'm sharing this one is um, addressing now our internal struggles and the doubts that we face. Okay. I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I'm the worst critic of myself. I don't need the external world to tell me how <laughs> bad I am or how I messed up. I'm going to do that for myself. Okay. But Psalm 43 verse five says, 
Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. So this is, listen, this is, this is touching on um, some of the things that I touched, I talked about a little bit earlier about just dealing with my own internal struggles or maybe the doubts that you face. And, you know, it's, again, it, it's, it's your heart posture and it's your positioning. And so there are times when I've got to just talk, talk to myself. <laughs> Sometimes I got to talk to my own spirit to, you know, to lift myself up. I go back in the word and I read about what the, what God's promises are and his plans for my life. Right. But I, I know that my hope is in God. I hope in God. And I know, I know because he's everlasting and everlasting. He shall never let you fail. Right. All things are working together for my good that I'm going to, I'm going to praise him. I'm going to, that, that situation is going to turn around. This is temporary. And because of that, because of that knowledge and because I've witnessed it, I've experienced it time and time and time again, the way that the Lord has brought you out of depression or anxiety or stress. Y'all, some of the things that we're, we're feeling anxiety and stress over things that we don't control and yet we're holding on to it like it's a prize. You got to let that thing go. Why? Because in Jeremiah 29, 11, if you understand God's intention for us, for our good, and that he promises a hopeful future, Jeremiah 29, 11 talks about, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And so when you understand that the Lord's plan for you is to have a, a, a good future and a hope then you can start to you can really start to address the way that your mindset the way you think about yourself you know we're our worst enemies when it comes to what we tell ourselves and what we feed our minds so just going back into the word so that you can be reminded of what god says about you not what your boss says not what your spouse says some of y'all not what your kids say <laughs> Okay. See, some of y'all need to actually cut, you know, turn down the news a little bit and just come back into what, you know, ask the Lord what he sees. What does he want? You know, where should you go? What is his will? And, and, and let him, you know, fill your cup with hope, fill your cup with hope. All right. So how do you make this actually happen practically? Okay. So my cheat code is the Holy Spirit. I am not on this platform or any platform doing anything by myself. My hope isn't passive, it's activated and it's empowered by the Holy Spirit. Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Okay, Romans 15, I'm going to drop it in here for those, for those of you who want another, um, just another verse that you can reflect on. Romans 15, amen? Romans 15, 13. I'm going to put this on the, on the screen. Maybe this is a prayer for, for you. Maybe this is, you know, going into the word and again, praying the word over your lives. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, right? Back to our mindset so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound, abound, leap, <laughs> overflow in hope. This is, this is another one for those of you who are parents or grandparents, aunties, uncles, that you speak into the lives of your children. You know, one of the things that I shared on Monday, this time of year 
is is a is a very uh, precarious time when it comes to suicide rates, not just with teens, but also with veterans. And I know I got a lot of veterans watching on Parade Deck Live TV. And this is a time where you know we need to ground ourselves and rekindle the very hope in us through Christ. So this is a great verse that if you know someone who's going through something, y'all, you don't have to you don't have to email them the prayer. Pray it over them, right? You know, if I'm just picking on Trey Tracy, may the God of God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you, Tracy, may abound in hope. Enrique, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Nat, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. You got prayer closets, use your prayer closets and bring these names. If you have a list of names, your family members, what co-workers, whatever, and just pray this prayer over these individuals. May the God of hope fill you and let this let this rekindle your hope. Amen. This is, you know, this is how we activate the hope. So it's one thing to say, I have hope in Christ. But the other part of that is you got to do something. You got to do something. You can't just read the scripture. You got to live it. You got to live it practically. Anybody who's feeling hopeless or distant from God, anyone who is watching any of our programs or you're listening to the podcast weeks from now, come into our group. <laughs> it's free. We're not asking for those seed. And, you know, pray with us. Pray with us. There's people who are willing to come together, come with you. If you're not in a church or a community of worship, you know, pray with us, right? For those of you who are believers, this is your time to witness so that you're the beacon of hope. You're not condemning people. You're sharing the love of Jesus Christ. When people approach you, when they see you, when they see you, Christian ladies and men, they should see you as a beacon of hope, not a beacon of gossip, not a beacon of condemnation, not a beacon of judgment. They should see you as a light. That's what the light means, that you show up differently in the room, right? Because you're carrying the glory of God. So those of y'all who've been called into a different level of purpose, all of the fivefold folks and the evangelists and the pastors, some of y'all are ministers on your job and you don't even know it. Pick up your assignment and become the beacon of hope. So that when people see you, they see hope and they see peace and they see joy. They see the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But just remember that he's with you doing this. It's not, again, it's not me coming on here by myself, y'all. I My cheat code is the Holy Spirit. I want to leave you with this song. Um, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> but there's a song called My Hope is Built on Nothing Less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Edward Moat wrote this song. It was probably written in 1834 by what the historians can tell us. The original song, the original title was Jesus, My All in All. And it was shared that the origin of this hymn came out of a London periodical called the Gospel Magazine. Um, and the reason that this song really came into fruition was there was a Sunday that Moat visit, visited the home of a, a fellow church member and the wife was very ill. And the husband told Moat, the author at that time, that it was their custom on the Lord's Day to sing a hymn, to read the Bible and to pray together. And I love that it is out of this kind of environment 
this kind of environment that Mo wrote the new hymn from his pocket and they sang, meaning <laughs> from his pocket, meaning on the fly. And they sang the solid rock together for the first time. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And I want that. I hope that, you know, maybe you'll go look up that song today and that's what you're playing, you know, when you're, when you're in a season where you just need hope. Lord God, I've done what you've asked me to do. And if I found favor in your sight, I ask now that you will just anoint the people who are listening, that you will let this replay and drive them back to you, Lord God. I thank you for your blessing. I thank you for hope. And I thank you that as we are beacons of hope, that you will give us the strength and the courage to do this thing. Thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with another Thursday. I ask for everyone who's under the sound of my voice, whether they were listening to the live, the replay, whether it's video or, or audio, that you will now touch them in a different way. And Lord, those of, the, those of us who are uh, suffering in any way, that you will, you will bless us, Lord, with the seed of hope. I thank you, Lord, for this day. Amen. Y'all, wasn't that good? Blesses, blessing us. Exactly. Have an amazing day, y'all. Have a great day. Please bless somebody. Be kind to somebody on your, on your job today. Please be the beacon of hope in your family, in your life today. All right, y'all. I will be back next week. God bless you. Mm -hmm.